When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Thanks for tuning into Americana Music Profiles. The next episode starts right now. You're tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles. Brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. The press, for Josh King, said he's known for blending blunt, hard-living storytelling and galloping melodies into a walloping punch of rock and country. The Greensboro-based multi-instrumentalist and singer-songwriter joins me on this edition of Americana Music Profiles to talk about his new album set to release on November 5th entitled Feel Good. Hi Josh, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thank you so much. Thanks for taking the time to join us this morning. You're in North Carolina, correct? Yeah, Greensboro. Greensboro, cool. Uh-huh. We were just in that in that area for uh, for the IBMA, International Bluegrass Music Association Conference here uh, a little while ago. Oh, cool. Uh, so yeah, I love that beautiful part of the country. Have you been uh, uh, there your whole life? Are you a native? I have. Li- I grew up in High Point, so um, you know, I I lived. I've lived all over the place, but for most of my life, I've lived in High Point in Greensboro. Enough to call so, yourself a native? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, did you grow up with music? How, how did the How did music become something that was a, a center point of your life? Uh, I was always surrounded by it. I, I grew up in a musical family. Both uh, both parents, uh, you know, in, in some degree, had were involved with it. Um, also, my grandparents. Uh, my grandfather was a piano player. Um, played in church a lot, so we grew up singing a lot of gospel, doing a bunch of harmonies together and stuff like that. Yeah. Did you Did you play as a young child? I started playing piano when I was in, I guess, yeah, I guess around ten or eleven years old. Um, you know, and kind of quit taking lessons and went off into wanting to just create my own stuff. Yeah. Um, 
which I, I completely regret. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so and then after that, I started playing bass in high school, got into punk rock and skateboarding and all that stuff. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and then kind of started my first band then. In high school? In high school, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then kind of moved on from there to songwriting, you know. I mean, I guess I was always doing some songwriting, but more uh, singing and singing song, singing and songwriting. <laughs> um, what what inspired your songwriting? What what led you to want to pursue that aspect of music? Uh, you know, as a teenager, I think I think a lot of it had to do with uh, you know getting getting some getting some thoughts out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, being able to it's a more cool form of poetry right (laughs) yeah exactly yeah i always like always liked writing um you know even doing poetry and stuff like that and i don't know i I think more more of it had to do with having some uh idols and thinking they're cool and wanting to do what they did Uh Uh and you know after that it became more of a something that i had to do yeah wake up in the morning it's like well i but in order to feel accomplished during the day i would at least have to get a song started yeah that's cool that's a good thought yeah yeah have you have you been able to pursue it full-time was there uh, if not now was there a point where this was full-time there was i was i played in a band called house of fools for uh i mean i'm so bad with time but for several several years we toured um, you know, ten months out of the year. Okay, and, and that was play- indie rock, right? That was not uh, on sure. the Americana flavor. Okay, yeah, yeah, it was more indie rock, you know. And the the stuff that I'm doing now, this next album is more of that. The, the next album is kind of up, up, more like the indie rock Americana. It's kind of everything I've ever done mashed into one album. Um, I've never really tried to. When writing, I've never thought like well I'm, i want to write this kind of song yeah um when normally whenever i have a song finished and when i get into the studio it could turn out to be something totally different because you end up adding all these uh different instruments and all this stuff it, sometimes you know a, su- a super slow sad song can end up sounding like a elo song yeah right <laughs> <laughs> how did the house of fools thing come about how, when did that start for you i was playing in a kind of a, like a punk um pop pop rock band at the time and we were doing pretty well in greensboro you know we we didn't really hit the road that much we, i think we went up north a couple of times but i started i got into the last dj by tom petty I, mm-hmm. i've always loved I've always loved tom petty but for some reason i got that album and wanted to write songs like that mm-hmm. so I, that's when i picked up an acoustic guitar and started kind of getting into, into that vein of music. Um, I had a buddy that I went to recording engineering school with, and he had just got like the first <laughs> the first version of Pro Tools. And oh yeah! <laughs> so we went over to his parents' basement. And I was like, oh, I have all these other songs that won't work for my current band. Like, would you, would you be down to record some music? So we did that, and we get together and record these songs and then we put them up on myspace just for fun just for our friends to hear and uh we got contacted by a label out in california called drive through records Mm -hmm. and we immediately you know kind of got most of the guys from the band i was in pulled them over to this band named it house of fools and 
hit the long dark road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Went on. That's a different life. I don't think people understand. Um, you know, most of us in the audience just see a band on stage we like and think it's really cool and then we enjoy the music and we go home and they don't realize that you guys got to pack up gear and load up the bus and drive all night and all that kind of crazy stuff well, uh, hell with house of fools we were just stoked if we had a couple of you guys in the in the audience yeah <laughs> <laughs> but not only did we play in front of nobody but we also had to jump in and drive eight hours to play right so yeah yeah <laughs> so did that uh, just kind of run its course when when did that when did that end for you? Well, we had a we had a good run. We you know we we did really well in certain parts of the states. Um, we got to the point where some of us started having got married, having kids, and stuff like that. We're going off and playing, even if it was a good gig. You still you still wasn't like we couldn't draw a bunch of heads in, yeah. you know, yeah. out of town to make it worth us leaving yeah. and, you know, taking some days off from work and stuff like that. So we ended up doing just, we play once a, like once a year, once or twice a year locally, either in Greensboro, Charlotte or uh, Raleigh or something like that. And well, we're the last time we we had one scheduled for 2020. And of course that we didn't do that. And, uh, shit I, I think that was it yeah <laughs> it was never like a really spoken thing we haven't really I mean, yeah something... just kind of faded yeah yeah if something comes up then maybe we'll do it yeah if not, okay if so not, it's okay what what made you feel like switching genres a little bit toning it down if that's the right way to describe it you know in, in more into the americana feel well i think about the more of it had to do with the players you know like we were house fools was a six-piece band we had a guy in there that loved metal. We had a guy in there that loved, you know, just everybody loved different kinds of music. So that's kind of what made House of Fools. Um, for my solo stuff, you know, it's still the same songs. And I think they could still, if I took it to those guys, they would end up being House of Fools songs. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of this, like I, I play a lot of the bass on all my solo stuff, play a lot of the keys and acoustic guitar. And then I have um uh, my buddy who was from House Fools, Joel, who plays all the guitars. So it's more of a broken down mm, mm -hmm. uh, project. There's not, there's less heads and it's a little more focused, I guess, to, um, you know, the recording always kind of meets the original thought that I had in my head when writing the song, if that makes any sense at all. Sure, yeah. <laughs> We're going to pause for just a moment. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the interview. Do you have a process... Uh, that you uh, put yourself through when you write everybody seems to be a little bit different i always find it we have a lot of songwriters that listen to the podcast and i i um i hear from them that they enjoy hearing the different nuances as people um work the craft of songwriting how is how does that unfold for you oh man i wish i knew if it, um I, I hardly consider myself a, a professional. I would figure. <laughs> um, like I, it's different every time. Sometimes I'll get up in the morning and jump in the shower, and I'll, a melody will pop into my head, and I'll sit down and pick out the chords and hum the melody, and you know, is decide if that's a chorus or a verse or something like that, and then kind of go from there, um, writing lyrics, writing lyrics as I go along, you know. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I sometimes if I have something on my on my in my brain I 
I'll write it down like lyrically first. And then, you know, if a melody pops up, go searching through my notes for some lyrics that I might have already had and then go from there. And then sometimes I'll sit down and write a song, <laughs> you know, just write, like, write the melody progression and right. it's all together. Um, the new record, Feel Good, is that right? Do I have the name correct? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, the songs that are on that, did you write specifically? Uh, tell me about the the uh, the material that's on this new record. Well, it's, you know, there's a lot of it was written during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, every song kind of has, every song is about a certain situation. Um, there's some, there's some stuff on there that's a little more uh, political, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I, had, I lost some friends during the pandemic. Mm. Um, had a, had a baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it got, I was, I became a stay at home dad from, you know, I play full time in a party band, wedding band. Okay. That's my, that's my day job. And I, <laughs> I went from doing that to being a stay at home dad yeah. for, for a solid year. So there's a lot of, um, you know, a lot of stuff about all it's, it's every song is something different about personal it sounds like uh, personal stuff. Yeah. And then, and then some songs that I hope everybody can relate with, with our, with the climate of our country and everything. So it doesn't come out until November. Is that correct? So it's not officially right. out, but you've been releasing singles. Yeah. Yesterday I released the second single and, uh, it's called tired of the fighting, which, um, I don't know. I think the, the title explains itself. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have you had a chance to play this material out solo or as a duo uh, with an audience? I, play, I, but not since. I mean, right before um, the stay-at-home order hit, and I, I had a couple of the songs that are on the album uh, written. So I, I went out and played a solo, like a little solo gig, and then I think it was like a week after that, everything shut down. Mm-hmm. And uh, since then, it's just been, we're trying to get, you know, I haven't really had time to put together a band. Like I said, whenever we're in the studio and everything, it's a broken down mm-hmm. band, so I'd have to find some other members to fill it in. And I just, you know, haven't really had time to do it. Is that your intention? What are the plans with this record? Sure, yeah. I think I think once we start, once we start going, um, have some people in mind and some people that are down to do it. Um, carve out some time and you know play play some shows and you, you are you still doing the, the the wedding band thing is that still active for you yeah so, so you're getting to play yeah we're um, <laughs> we're back at it um you, you know don't don't ever try to take a wedding from a bride <laughs> right um, <laughs> so we're, we're trying to figure it out as we go along that's what i mean when i say get back uh to to normal is financially uh and everything once i get some weddings on our belt and make some more money and i'll have some time to do some of my personal stuff yeah do you want to get back on the road with that how far out do you want to take this i know you when we were talking about the house of fools you you mentioned that you guys had kind of gotten worn out with that process yeah is that is that too far to go back to that style i don't I don't think so. I'd love to do it. Um, mm-hmm. 
and you know a bunch of the guys that would be playing with me would love to do it it just have to make sense you know sure uh, yeah going going and doing the bar gig where you go you know play a handful of your songs and a bunch of covers until 2 a.m it's kind of out of the question for me but if i if i could go play in front of a crowd that wants to listen and are open up for somebody or whatever it is i'd definitely be open to doing that yeah that's cool um, yeah how far ahead are you writing? Like, do you have the next the next album in mind? Have you have you written that far out? Yeah, yeah. I I, I try to write. Like I said, it's a it's a part of my uh, daily routine. I've, I have to, to get some writing in, and I've ha- I have an idea for the next album. Uh, kind of like a um, well, the vibe for the next album, and I have a few songs that I'm excited about. Will it be in the same genre as this one? No. <laughs> <laughs> Different feel all the way around. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, of course, it's. I think I, it'd be kind of in the same vein, you know. But I kind of I want to get a little more experimental with some stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, my the songs I have right now are a little more mellow. If, um, maybe a little more singer songwriting. Yeah. If that and. But I would like to get some different sounds involved and try to, you know, experiment with some things. I was listening to some of your videos. It has a um, has a seventies feel, nice kind of seventies <laughs> vibe, and and one in particular, um, you're harmonizing with yourself. And I, I had yeah. this this uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash kind of feeling listening to that song it kind of felt very 70s summertime oh, cool. kind of feel yeah yeah it was really cool well, yeah i love all i love all that stuff especially uh um when it comes down to harmonies and stuff then one of my favorite things to do is you know get a song down and then um hash out some harmonies yeah you, you yeah. mentioned tom petty is that the kind of style of music that influences you big time yeah, yeah. uh you know 70, 70s rock tom petty it's a. We've always had this thing in the studio. It's like whenever you get stuck, you. What would Tom Petty do? Okay, <laughs> I like that. That's cool. We kind of go that direction. Yeah. Um, it just seems like he's just the kind of guy. I love the his. Lyrically, he's such such a blunt writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's 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 songs that seem so simple, but when it comes like, but it's it's hard to write. You know. Yeah. You listen. You listen to it. It's like it seems like it's already it was already there. Yeah. Before, you know, I was like, "Oh, that yeah, that makes sense." But when you get down, try to write a song like that, it's a little more complicated mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. it seems. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. So the new album is called "Feel Good." I believe you said it was out November fifth. Um, where can people reach out to you? Uh, get a copy of the album when it's out. Uh, correspond with you. Yeah, we're gonna. So um, um we're gonna do a pre-sale or a pre-order or whatever here in the next couple of days. So you can, uh, you'll be able to buy it. I'm, I'm not sure if it's going to be on Bandcamp or if it's going to be on the screwdriver page. Um, and then, it'll, you know, once it comes out, it'll, it'll be streaming everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Uh, website, Facebook, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Uh, Josh King. It's Josh King on Facebook, uh, Josh King NC on Instagram. Okay. Uh, website or, or are those the avenues? <laughs> those are the avenues yeah okay yeah a lot of people are using that as their facebook or their website page now which you know is, i did have i had a website for the past couple of years and then you know 
it seemed like everybody was going to Facebook and right. Instagram anyway. So yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm not very tech tech savvy either. So keeping up with that was a sure. was a pill. <laughs> well, I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us, Josh, and uh, enjoy your music, and we wish you the best with it. Well, awesome. Thank you so much, man. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the Internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar... You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.